Welcome, everybody. You know it's Roots to Grooves. Sitting across from me is Jay Purcell, founder of Signal Radio. I'm Jesse Quigley. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us again. Every week, uh, every Tuesday morning, a new episode drops, talking about a new artist each week, their uh, beginnings, their early years, their approach, their creative mindsets. As musicians, I think, you know, this helps us kind of like, you know, dive into some artists that we know and some artists that we don't know. Um, We're here to learn. Yeah, learn uh, all kinds of things. Listen to music, new music, and figure out some mindset ideas, I think. We can take these lessons and use them outside of the music world as well. Yeah, definitely. Very valuable. Definitely. We have a great time uh, learning and growing with you all. So thank you for being here. Jay, who are we talking about today? Tank and the Bangers. This is an exciting episode. Yeah. I was happy to see you picked this one. Yeah. This is my pick uh, because I'm going to go on a little tangent already. Straight off. <laughs> Straight off. Dive in. Uh, as I mentioned, I think one of the other episodes, I was heading to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, went down there for a month. I uh, it's kind of, It was a big month for them. Um, April. Yeah, I'm losing track of time. April. Mm-hmm. They have uh, a bunch of music festivals all at the same time. They had uh, the French Quarter Fest, which is like four days immediately the weekend after that they have jazz fest for two days Mm. then after that they got jazz fest again like they basically take a break during the week and have two weekends of jazz fest kind of thing um and i was surprised because jazz fest you know you would think it would be jazz music right but the headliners were supposed to be on the first weekend foo fighters Hmm. they're uh, not a jazz band as far as i know as far as i gather from that there's different tents with like jazz music and mm-hmm. blues music and then like the main stages are kind of like well-known acts i think probably to bring in the, the ticket buyers or whatever sort of mm-hmm. thing so uh i saw so foo fighters didn't play they got replaced two weeks before um because of taylor hawkins sad untimely passing rest in peace um red hot chili peppers stepped in and i saw them play they said apparently that all members of the Foo Fighters were there on stage. Like I didn't see them from my mm-hmm. vantage point, but they were there apparently. Taylor Hawkins' wife was there. Wow. There was one really strange moment. I have I haven't googled it to see if anything's happened yet. As they were playing, uh, like this, it looked like a hawk. I'm gonna say it was a hawk. Flew really low over the audience, like really fast. Kind of thing. So That's crazy. It's either an eagle or hawk. It was a big bird. I didn't know if it was an animatronic or a real thing, but it just came and went real quick. And I was like, I don't know if someone did that on purpose or where it came from. But like, <laughs> that was a bit surreal, you know, to see that. Because Taylor Hawkins and... That was him. That was Taylor Hawkins. I'm going to say it was. It was a hawk. I'm going to say it was him. Hawk named Taylor. Yeah. Um, That's a good omen. Yeah. But anyway, it was a great festival. Yeah. Blazing heat. I like the heat. Uh... I saw Lionel Richie, <laughs> of all people. Okay, I don't know if he was still around. Yeah, he did a good set. Old, some of his old Motown stuff. Uh, CeeLo Green doing the James Brown uh, tribute thing that he does. Mm. Chili Peppers, of course. And Tank and the Bangers. So I saw them uh, the weekend before at French Quarter Fest. They were headlining there. And, and then at Jazz Fest they were playing as well. And so they are from New Orleans, born and bred. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great to see them in their home 
tough kind of thing. Um, I mean, Jay, yeah. talk to me. Some of our listeners don't know Tank of the Bangas. No. What, what instruments? Who is it? What are they doing? So they're a big band. Um, like at least one, two, three, four, five members and a few more backing singers. Um, but it's it's all live and it's all funk, soul, hip hop, rock, spoken mm-hmm. word. Um, they've got a horn section. They've got backing singers. Uh, it's fronted by Tar- Tarona Tankball, and uh, she's the vocalist. Uh, really amazing presence. Whenever you see her sing or mm-hmm. hear her talk, she's—I don't know—she's like fills me full of joy. She's the, yeah. she's like a very joyful type of person, kind of thing. Hundred percent comes through in all her lyrics, and and she does this kind of funny thing with her vocals sometimes, where it kind of like she switches, like she's talking like a little girl, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and. Uh, some people have called that soulful Disney. <laughs> it's like okay. a description of that. Um, we can talk a little bit more later about her inspiration behind that kind of thing. But um, uh, but yes, yeah, uh, just a really, really good band. They they seem to play the songs differently every time that they play. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of energy. When I saw them at French Quarter Fest, they had this whole costume stuff. She had this like mm-hmm. big headpiece on that. They were all done up and everything. Yeah, yeah. Second time at Jazz Fest, they were a little bit more low-key. They were just all wearing black. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, because of the heat, maybe. When they played right. at French Court first, the sun had already gone down. So, like, still hot, but... Right. Yeah. No, I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm sure it was a great show. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like you said, these guys are a lot of fun. Like, yeah. really good vibes. Like, truly good vibes. Like, even yeah. through the computer, if you watch right. Tank on YouTube videos, and the entire band yeah. is, is, is like this. I think they share... That's what brought them together is just these good vibes and the connection yeah. with each other and yeah. and they're they're wanting to spread love into the world yeah. through their music. Yeah. So highly recommend watching anything you can find mm-hmm. of Tank and the Bangers online. Um it's really good stuff. It's oh. Tank is very inspiring. Like yeah. like you were saying. I'm just yeah. kind of jumping on that. She's just yeah. very, very loving, mm-hmm. very introspective and honest, down yeah. to earth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's, I think she's really, I mean, they, they're, they're just a juggernaut of a band at this yeah. point. Yeah, they yeah. kind of came out of nowhere yeah. and they just shot to the top of the charts and everything. Yeah. Grammy nominated, I think mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're touring. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a little bit, a good, good overview, I think. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into the details as we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else for our little overview section? I think we're good. Let's play another that's track. Good. Yeah, let's play um, a track called Oh Heart. Let's give the listeners another taste of Tank and the Bangers. From their debut album, Think Tank. If you love each other, it doesn't matter what you are. You will find each other. that track a few weeks ago actually mm-hmm. and uh it's one of their least banging tracks <laughs> yeah i mean it's a, yeah it's low-key yeah i think i added it because it's uh it's kind of got this sort of musical vibe to it like that could come from 
well, that, film or something. You write that piano yeah. part almost sounds like a kind of like a lullaby type. Yeah. Or one of those things you wind up and it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Makes Music like box. Those, right. Exactly. Like, yeah. Kind of reminiscent of that. Yeah. But yeah, an example of, uh, you know, their dynamic range because mm -hmm. they have really bombastic songs with a lot of sounds. And like yeah. you were saying with trumpets and horns, yeah. background singers and dancers, yeah. a lot going on, but then they also do strip it down and, and do, you know, something more bare and intimate. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously a lot of this music is to showcase her, her, uh, vocals yeah. and her, her writing and poetry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, good track Yeah. with, with that. Let's, let's dive on into the, where these guys come from. Also, shall we, uh, name check the, uh, the core members of the band? Yeah. 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 Um, of course we mentioned, uh, Tariona Tank Bull. Is it Tariona or Tarona? That I, I was going to let you say it cause I didn't, I wasn't sure I'd. <laughs> I couldn't decide how to say it. Well, sorry. I, I have watched multiple interviews, but I was like, oh. Because everyone calls her Tank. So. And, yeah, in our defense, nobody's <laughs> used, I've never heard anybody use that word. No, exactly, yeah. Or that name, I'm sorry. Uh, tank being her nickname that her dad gave her when uh, she was a child. So that's you where that came from. Do you know the, a story about that? That's all I know. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> well, cool. Um, um, yeah. Nor Norman Spence. Yep. Keys. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Johnson. Yeah. Drums. Yeah. And I think he's also kind of the... Musical director. Right, like, director, yeah. arranger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Meryl Burkett, mm -hmm. more keys. Yeah. Albert Allenbeck, yeah. Allenbeck, saxophone. Yeah. Atine, this is a hard name for me, I've never seen. Atini. Mm -hmm. Etienne. Etienne Stoufle. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm struggling through this yeah. tenor saxophone. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Johnson on bass. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. Daniel Abel on guitar, yeah. Angelica Joseph on uh, background vocals, yeah. and Tia Henderson, yeah. also background vocals. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think there's kind of like, is it like four core members? And then yeah. there's, they, they, they've played with a lot of people on stage. Yeah. And we, we just mentioned more than four people, but I think it's, it's almost like it's Tank, it's the drummer, the saxophone player, and the keys and the keys is kind of the the true main yeah i don't i'm not trying to be exclusive they're the like, like the core, excluding core group yeah but and e then, even like the core that all the names we just mentioned before yeah. are even more core well yes thing yeah because when they play live you know they've got a, a lot of extra members right that are there um they've had a lot of past members as well that have played with them throughout the years um but yeah i mean like yeah, that's them. They met. They're all, I think, mostly all from New Orleans. I think uh, one of the guys, was, uh, Norm, I think, was from Baltimore originally. Where? Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. I think so. But he moved to New Orleans a long time ago. Um, and they all kind of met at some open mic nights that were Yeah, well, well, well I'm taking it back, Jake. Even I mean, before that? Okay. Well, right. I mean, yeah. Tank was a little girl one, oh, once okay. upon a time. Okay, yeah. Um, and... I, I'm just going back as far as when she was 11, she began to write poetry mm, okay. as far as I saw. Yeah. And so she's, I just want to touch on that real quick because she's coming from poetry. Right. And yeah, she yeah. was doing like slam poetry and she won competitions as a teenager. Yeah. And this is where she got her writing skills. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's really important because that was her first step. Mm -hmm. And then as they started to make music, as we'll get to that point, um, she was like, I need to write lyrics. And then she was like, yeah. Oh, my poetry is my lyrics. Yeah. And, you know, put that together and then obviously began making music. Yeah. Um, she grew up on Music Street. Oh, is that right? So, yeah. 
I actually I stumbled upon Music Street when I was out there this, last time. I was like, "What?" I took a little video. I'll put it on the screen now. And you'll yeah, see show us it. the vid. You'll see it next week. Oh, that looks cool. <laughs> that looks cool. I'm watching the video now. Yeah. On uh, yeah, <laughs> music, music Street um, originally, oh. and then I think she moved to a different area. Cool. Because that area got rough at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, she lived through Hurricane Katrina down there, right? Right. Yeah. So that was rough yeah. for them. Yeah. For the whole. Yeah area yeah it must have been wild um uh, yeah so she was like doing poetry slam competitions and then she eventually integrated the poetry with music in 2010 yeah um yeah and, and so, she said about her um like i mentioned earlier her, like her childish kind of voice right character that she kind of brings up th- here and there throughout her lyrics and stuff like that right she said that sort of came from playing with barbies when she was a kid and she'd like have them and she'd oh, like have okay. all these different characters, like voice accents and that mm-hmm. she'd do kind of thing. That's, so, that's super cool because yeah. she, she's obviously had a lot of practice before she knew she wanted to be a, a singer or a musician. Yeah, yeah. With like, you know, organizing these like narratives. Like she's yeah. good at telling a story. Yeah. She's good at using her words yeah. to and, and characters yeah. to kind of, you know, build a narrative and to allow the listener to really be engaged yeah, yeah you know further than just singing words yeah she's like playing the character with her voice a little bit yeah um which is cool so it just makes the music that much more engaging and her her lyrics yeah and vibe is really engaging yeah um so i mean yeah i didn't mean to cut you off but now we're kind of yeah. where'd the band meet yeah yeah well so um tank did a lot of slam poetry um before even sort of singing um right you know, if people don't know yeah. what slam poetry is it's basically poems you write yeah. poetry mm-hmm. but then you kind of perform it on stage yeah and a lot of it a lot of the time it it's kind of really energetic mm-hmm. and you could even have music playing or mm-hmm. um like you're really acting out yeah it's almost like a like a one-man play yeah another movie for movie night slam actually slam? just called slam uh there's a, a poet rapper called saul williams mm-hmm. who uh is the lead guy in that movie but he's also a real like poet nice in real life his debut album is actually produced by rick rubin so oh so you know that's good yeah that was a long time ago but yeah if you want to get a sense of slam that's actually a pretty good movie nice um and also yeah i think uh like tank said about it it's basically like trying to be as raw and emotional as possible mm-hmm. and really like uh and then perform that with a lot of emotion and she right. said the weird thing about it though is like because a lot of the competitions you're all like they have people that are voting you know mm. so after you finish they hold up a card with like a number on it sort of thing so right. she was saying it could be devastating for some people to really like put all their all into it and then someone like puts up a two or yeah that's <laughs> not a good score um i mean it's completely subjective yeah, you know, yeah. If, if you're putting your heart on the line yeah you know whatever if it's a competition that's fine but don't yeah. take it personally yeah exactly because it's just random people um, making things up on their own. But she also said that she rarely performed solo and that stuff. I think she was like usually part of a group kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and that's that's something that's really uh, being a big factor that she's talked about versus doing stuff on her own, like being a part of a group kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which is why they have the band together and not um, her just doing stuff by herself kind of thing mm-hmm. um yeah she said stuff like around how she's she was always around people that believed more in her 
than she did of herself kind of thing. She mentioned that. Um, and then she kind of thinks like in a band, that's kind of, kind of the concept as well as uh, like, you know, helping each other out when they're down, believing in more, believing more in others, you know, right. and filling them with confidence kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was skipping a bed, a bed, a bed, a head. Because <laughs> uh, that's kind of a bit of a creative mm-hmm. mindset outlet type thing. But um, but yeah, so she was doing that. And then she decided just out of nowhere, well, not out of nowhere, but she decided that she wanted to do music and she wanted to have a band. And mm-hmm. she's someone that talks a lot about like putting stuff out into the universe. Like She said, mm-hmm. I want to have a band. I want to make an album. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she started uh, saying that, uh, she started to find herself in situations where she was meeting musicians. Yeah, right. Um, and so she said she started going more to music open mic nights versus poetry open mic nights to see who was out there. And and that's kind of like the genesis of how she met all the other guys in the band, right? Like, yeah, um, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the story kind of... For Tank and the Bangers, the story kind of starts at Black Star Books and Cafe. Right, yeah. And that's where uh, three of them met. Um, do you know which three it was? Uh, I can't I, remember. Norm, it was, definitely. Uh, I think it was Albert, Norman, yeah. and then Tank. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they were just all involved there. I guess they were yeah. all strangers, but they yeah. met there. And, yeah. you know, just like you said, she was kind of starting to manifest, like, I want to be a singer. I want a band. Yeah. yeah. And they put two and two together. and Yeah. I'm a musician. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, let's do it. And I heard something, so, uh, Tank say something about like, because she didn't really know uh, much about music, like writing music and putting music together. Like the, right. The she wasn't. Yeah. And, and furthermore, her household wasn't musical. She didn't really yeah. grow up with music. No. Yeah. And yeah. and I, I did glance over my notes real quick. Um, she had a, She grew up in a family of pastors. Yeah. so they all have like these kind of speaking skills and experience yeah and and that's her family and even tank i believe thought that she would probably kind of follow in those footsteps and go uh, kind of a pastor route yeah uh but yeah obviously so we're at black Black star cafe and they meet up they start making music yeah and so like stuff like norm would say like we need a bass guitarist and Mm -hmm. tank would like i don't need bass like Mm -hmm. she was like you know she was like, I just want guitars. I want like pretty stuff kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, and Norm was like, no, because, you know, the bass is like the grounding of like right. everything, you know. The foundation. Yeah. And so it was like through conversations like that and inviting other musicians to play with them, mm-hmm. Tank realized the power of creating a big sound is yeah. what she said. Um, yeah. She know, just, yeah. she had like no idea. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool to see her yeah. just kind of discover yeah. the power of music yeah. and then to be really, really good at it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they all met at these open mic nights. And I think somewhere along the line, they became, became like the house band for this open mic night. Um, mm-hmm. And so they went through different names. I think they were called Tank and the Black Star All-Stars or something like that. Okay. I don't know specifically, but it was like, and I think this place might have gotten renamed as well to Liberation Lounge. I saw that name floating around as well. So I, they were I the came Liberation. across that name. Yeah. And I, as far as I understood, Liberation Lounge was like the show. Uh, okay, right. Yeah. Like the slam poetry gathering. Yeah. I'm not sure. I might be wrong. Okay. But you might yeah. be right. If I don't know if it was the name change yeah, yeah. or if yeah. I thought I saw somewhere it was like I just said. Okay. I think. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this, the Black Star Books and Cafe was on, I'm not sure if it's still there, but it was on um, Algiers, which is kind of interesting. It's like an island. Like uh, if you're like, 
you got the French Quarter there, and there's the Mississippi River, mm -hmm. and then and then there's like an island across the way. So you, I've been over there. You can get a little ferry. It takes like literally five minutes to get on this ferry mm -hmm. to go over there. Um, but it's like a different. It's an island in the middle of the river. Yeah, I think it is connected by bridges and stuff like that. But it's mostly like neighborhoods, houses. Mm -hmm. uh, they have cafes and restaurants scattered around mm. kind of thing i went to a british pub there oh i had a tardis for the entryway um what's a tardis uh i'm not big into doctor who but it's a doctor who thing you know the telephone oh, the, police the telephone booth. box yeah oh yeah <laughs> so they had that on the entrance anyway that's a side note <laughs> but uh yeah that was it that's the they're getting together right yeah um, and then i mean they just kind of I mean, they go from there. I don't have a lot of specific details on the, yeah. the steps as far as the narrative. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, who yeah. they talk to to get signed or whatever. But basically, yeah. like, just big picture, they, um, well, like, how does it work for the Tiny Desk? Let's talk about the Tiny Desk concert. Well, before we do that, I do want to spin a, a, an extra track that's not part okay. of our playlist. Because I just found this before we came on air. Tank did do a debut solo album in 2010 yeah before um before the tank band. and the bangers yeah before tank and the bangers Ooh, okay um it's hard to find it is she does have a band camp you can find it on there um it's mostly spoken word like there's 11 tracks and there's a couple that have guitar on it um so that's super cool that you found that because this yeah. is kind of bridging the gap from yeah tank's poetry to yeah, moving yeah. into music. Yeah, it's so really is, cool. This is the that thing, and yeah, and like most of the tracks, like I said, just spoken word. I think I heard her say that she wanted to make this just so she could hear herself and see what that. Like, oh, I I think I saw that interview like. too. Yeah, yeah. She just wanted to hear herself and experience yeah. that. Yeah, which um, is cool. And so I want to play a bit of this track though, crazy because it's like one of the only tracks that's like built up with other instrumentation and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I just want to spin a little bit of this. Yes, please. I'ma come up in your kitchen, hide the knives and break the dishes and to leave a bill and that's gonna make you think I'm Cook your clothes and wash it in, got me dressing like I've been up doing called crazy from tank from her debut album called rando me it's a good track yeah and i just spin that because that was the most produced track mm -hmm. uh, do you know who but, produced it who helped with the music and stuff i don't so write in or we can fact check this is where we need you guys <laughs> this is where you come in yeah well cool um so that was a little taste of the transition from yeah non-musical tank and that was the musical tank three years before Tank and the Bangers debut album, Think mm -hmm. Tank. Um, I also do have quick little short takes on some of the other band members' early lives. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Meryl, he's not in the band anymore. I just saw, realized okay. he left in 2020. Um, but he grew up listening to his uncle Kelvin, took sax saxophone lessons from him. Albert, who's also in the band, actually took saxophone lessons from his uncle as well. Nice. Um, Albert himself, like, 
he he said he saw a performance on TV of this famous sax player who I haven't heard of called Kirk Wallam. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just when he was eleven years old, he saw this, and what he loved about it, it was like he had like all he like this radio mic on the saxophone, and he was just walking around the the, the crowd or whatever and doing playing. And oh, nice! He was like, "Oh, I want to do that." Yeah. <laughs> so. And he had like his teacher was like, yeah, you can do that. Just, uh, you know, I think it was like the breathing exercises. This guy just like kept mm. playing and it was like this really impressive sort of right. performance sort of thing. No, totally. Yeah. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's skill. Uh, Norman, keys player. He did have a musical family. Um, he said his dad played keys. He had a piano in the house. Um, church, going to church with all the big music there. It's a big influence on him. Also, D'Angelo and Prince, two artists that he uh some big influences cited yeah um and uh joshua he he's the drummer said he always wanted to play drums he said he couldn't remember a time when he wasn't playing drums and he went through a few crappy drum kits growing up he said mm-hmm. he'd, he'd like destroy them and, and so much so that his parents were like okay we need to get you a real drum kit <laughs> yeah well good his dad was a pastor as well um but yeah like so and I think Joshua was was also saying he listens to a lot of weird music, like like he has this. He, he'll like listen to something and he'll remember it, like to the point where he can like tell you exactly where it's from and who the artist is. And mm-hmm. So like stuff from like weird commercials, soundtracks. He said he just like interesting seeps it all in, kind of thing. Listens to everything. Um, yeah. So just a little bit about some of those other members. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Now, what, what next? Oh, NPR? NPR, <laughs> tiny, tiny. I think that's kind yeah. of the one of the big stories about this band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. they have a lot going on, and they have full, uh, rich lives and everything. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of one of the big stories that, that keeps coming up for me. This is kind of how I, I discovered the band. Yeah, me too. I, I came across that video just the tiny desk is awesome you know yeah. everyone knows that and everyone loves it yeah. and i think this is one of the coolest tiny desks out there i think oh, a lot of people, amazing yeah it's very yeah. good um really awesome showcase of their band and their their talent and their love yeah so really cool i strongly suggest everybody go watch that yeah after this episode yeah um yeah that so, came out in 2017 that uh video and, right so um, yeah oh uh, i mean just to give some history or whatever i guess they have they had to apply for this. Yeah. Like you have to apply to go on the tiny desk and they, they won yeah. the competition and the, yeah. the prize is getting to do a comp or a, a show on tiny desk. Right. So yeah. they won that competition. They did the tiny desk. They killed it. Yeah. Um, and I think in the same year, no, no, in 2020, they were Grammy nominated. Were they Grammy nominated mm-hmm. earlier for that tiny desk? Uh, I'm not sure. I probably, it was definitely after I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause NPR is the thing. The tiny desk thing is what really blew them up. Same for me. Right. That's the first thing I saw. And I was just mem- mesmerized when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just, a good way to yeah. describe Tank and the Bangers. It's, yeah. it's mesmerizing. Yeah. Yeah, she does this one track where he's t- she's talking about the fairground. I think it was like a loop, like a loop or something. There's a lyric in there kind of thing. And just the way it was just like, it was just so, it just filled me full of visualizations that she was singing. And Yeah. Also, they're all like got these bright colors that they're wearing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's very sort of, yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. just this band yeah. is incredibly engaging, yeah, yeah. You know, from their look, yeah. they, their, their energy they draw. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the music, it's very yeah. energetic, very emotional, emotionally charged, yeah. uh, you know, in a good way yeah, yeah. And, and positive, yeah. positive vibes. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's what puts them on the scene as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, that put them on the world stage. Basically everyone knew who they were. Yeah. Um, and now I don't know they're, they're still on their come up right now. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They said they was still, they basically nonstop tour. <laughs> that's what I've seen about them they said even before npr they were touring um and then since that came out even more so kind of right. um just constantly going around um have they come to seattle at kexp you know i don't know not kexp no okay. i haven't done that so maybe we'll, we'll get them here we gotta Signal. get them in. yes <laughs> tank come say what's yeah, up yeah come play uh they are they are definitely good to see live yeah I I'm jealous, Jay. Okay? You yeah, saw him yeah, twice yeah. now. Twice, yeah. Ac but, accident, ah. Second time, accidentally, kind of. I didn't even but. get invited. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's second home is in New Orleans, basically. Yeah. Um, there. Cool. So yeah, so they're they're touring. Yeah. They're getting it. Mm -hmm. Um, they're you know they're playing, you know, um, a gumbo of funk, Ooh. jazz, you know, little New Orleans a jambalaya. Yeah, or a gumbo. A little jambalaya. I don't know. Gumbo's a food, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like a stew. Okay, which is also jambalaya. I think. Yeah. Isn't that kind of a stew? I, I don't. I dare to speak to you broadly on it because people in New Orleans would be like, "Oh man, you don't even yeah. know." Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Stop talking. We're gonna make ourselves look like fools. Yeah. Um. Da -da -da -da. Real quick, let me. I had another note of something I meant to put. Yeah. Um. A little history on Tank. Um, yeah. Because she wanted to be a teacher. Ah, okay. Um, I just, in my research, I found that out. So she went to school for teaching also. Right. And she was a teacher. Huh. And she taught for years. Uh, I don't was she an art teacher? Or? I don't know. Because the entry for their NPR, so to to enter the NPR Tiny Desk, everyone makes a, a video of a performance uh -huh. in, a, in a desk situation, similar to how you would do it on mm -hmm. thing. And... Tank and the Bangers were in a, a schoolroom, like in a classroom. Oh, okay. So I don't know. So maybe yeah. it sounds like that could be exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Speculation. Speculation. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. But yeah, so, and, and she was happy teaching for a long time, she said. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have any more details, but I think it's interesting and in that she basically had a whole thing going on yeah. completely outside of music. Yeah. Um, also, she's 31, I think. Okay. Not that that matters, but for reference. Um, that, 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 cause she's still very young. Yeah. They're just getting started. I feel like just getting started. Yeah. So tiny desk was in 2017. Yeah. And they already had think tank. The debut album had come out in 2013. Right. So they had that out. So touring it, getting the NPR thing. Um, yeah. And yeah. that was a great think tank 2013. Like you said, it's jazz, hip hop, soul, rock, R and B yeah. into a nice mix. Yeah. And, and while we're kind of on that, they, they, they're not trying to be like anybody else. They're completely... No. Yeah. going their own way they're novel yeah. they're, yeah. they're trying to be more of themselves yeah they're trying to not be somebody else yeah um and they just they really take that to heart and it really shows yeah uh, it goes a long way yeah um so moving on 2018 they had their first major label debut mm -hmm. was live vibes okay that came out 2018 right and that's a live was that a live performance yeah in, okay yeah. i believe yeah and that's yeah. basically all the detail I have. But then yeah. 2019 Live Vibes 2 yeah. came out. Yeah. Right. So another same kind of thing. Yeah. So these guys are just rocking and rolling. Yeah. You know, they're doing good stuff. Yeah. 
uh, yearly releases basically. Yeah. And then Friend Goals was an EP that came out in 2020. Mm. And so now we're getting caught up. Uh, I think from Friend Goals in 2020, I'm, somewhere in 2020 was when they were Grammy nominated. Right. Okay. And I'm, I'm yeah. thinking it must have been for something from Friend Goals. Yeah. Because that was... You know, yeah, I think that, yeah, it was a track. It was original. Yeah. Um, and, you know, very good stuff. Yeah. And then their third full-length album, Red Balloon. Green Balloon, I think, first. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I yeah, didn't, yeah. I, I missed that in my... Yeah. I forgot to write that one. But yes, Green Balloon was when? Uh, I think that was... They have it on Discogs as 2019. Okay. Um, my bad, everybody. I'm sorry. Um, then that, I think, actually, that was the yeah, second full-length album green balloon okay so um, we, we just passed the, that up because the live albums i think they don't really count so much because there's live. i don't think people count those as yeah <laughs> lps um but they said they'd always wanted to do two albums a green and red mm-hmm. um originally uh tank said that they wanted to put them out at the same time but then they were like you know what let's let's just put out green balloon first and then wait they wait a few years to see how we've changed spiritually mm-hmm. and mindset and everything like that and then write and release Red Balloon. Right on. Um, and she said, why why Balloon? Why, you know, uh, just because it seemed whimsical and light and airy. That's what she said. Um, Balloons are light and airy. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so cool. Yeah. But so then Red Balloon came out 2022. Yeah. Was that right? So yeah. more than a few years. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Good little chunk of time. Yeah. Um, what do we, yeah, where are we? What are we talking about, Jay? Um, well, track. Let's play. Um, let's play a track. Do we have um, at least one from Red Balloon? I know, uh, and one from Green Balloon. Let's do Green Balloon because Red Balloon is the the newest yeah. album. We'll, we can play that at the end. Sorry, we're jumping around a little bit, everybody, but we're going back a couple of years, back to Green Balloon. Nice things. Plastic. things nice things nice track just puts a smile on your face for some reason i hope everyone's yeah picking up on this yeah yeah. these guys just emit good positive energy and love yeah yeah. and you can feel it with their music definitely and 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 also visually too when you see them yeah yeah she's just yeah tank's a very empowering inspiring woman and i will say i don't know why but like i had i think i had like i kind of teared up a little bit when they played (laughs) Mm -hmm. french quarter fest um I don't know, just because maybe like I'd seen the NPR thing and just how great it was. And it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, it was just really cool to see them on a big stage in a big crowd in their hometown kind of thing. Right. Just killing it kind of thing. No, I couldn't imagine. Like, yeah. 
I was just like, yeah, this is where they deserve to be. <laughs> yeah, that's no, yeah. that's super awesome. Yeah. I'm jealous that you get to see them. Yeah, yeah. That's super epic. Yeah. Um, so like creatively, how does this work? You know, how do they write music? Um, there's only really one thing that I've seen. <laughs> Yeah, and talk about. Yeah. yeah, to be honest, we yeah. do like to talk about how these yeah. guys do things. Yeah. All the bands that we talk about on Rooster Grooves. Yeah. But I didn't really come across too many technical stuff as far as yeah. gear. Yeah. And maybe that's just a failure on my research, but I didn't really see yeah. a lot about who writes and who arranges and how it actually gets tracked out. Yeah. We do know that um, Joshua Johnson, the drummer, is kind of the de facto musical director. Mm -hmm. I think Norm said that about him. MD, yeah. MD, they call him. Um, I just, cause, I think, because he just sort of helps whip things into shape at a certain point. Yeah, you know? just as far yeah. as like composition and arranging, I think he's yeah. just given yeah. like big picture ideas, like let's move in this yeah. direction, yeah. let's go here, almost playing a role of producer type. Yeah, which is, I think every band needs that, right? You need mm -hmm. someone, whether it's someone in the band or someone external, like a producer mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, I think it is important to yeah. have that distinction, like yeah. that job delegated to somebody, even though everyone can help produce, obviously, and come up yeah. with ideas yeah. and, and help that person do that job, that play yeah. that role. Yeah. But it is good to have like, you know, somebody kind of in charge. Yeah. Yeah. For, for specific things. Yeah. Just even, you know, in rehearsals and stuff like that. It's like, let's go over this part. Mm -hmm. Let's let's try this part or this part, you know, yeah. and move things along because otherwise, you know. We'll just we've been in situations with musically in that where things don't get done unless you had there's some kind of order to the chaos, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think another way all all else I've heard about them is that um, they'll actually start listening to Tank first before like really writing any music. Like she just always has these melodies and things. Mm -hmm. bursting out of her and so she'll just be there and she'll be like yeah you know mm -hmm. and then the other guys will start joining in and then she'll start writing lyrics and i think she said sometimes they they, they arrange it musically so that there's basically a lot of space in the music and she's like oh okay i have to write more yeah. <laughs> to fill the space kind of thing like you made this track five minutes <laughs> exactly long. Yeah, yeah yeah so she's a she kind of you know, she doesn't complain about it, but she's it's kind of funny. She's like, oh, okay, I got my work cut out, <laughs> cut out for me now to like... My, my poem wasn't long enough for yeah. the song. <laughs> yeah. And she said sometimes as well, like she'll come up with titles for things and all that. And, and you know, she'll figure out what it means later mm -hmm. is what she said. You know, she doesn't really like, you know, try too hard to like come up with it's like engineer a good idea yeah she sure like kind of goes like organically like organically with yeah. whatever energy is going on at the time follow yeah. that yeah and then and try and let make that lead sense. the way yeah exactly which is great yeah um yeah she's obviously the principal songwriter yeah as far as lyrics and vocals go yeah yeah and then everybody i, I see just kind of pitching in and doing their parts and yeah. making it the best that they can definitely yeah. it seems to be working out very well i think they have a yeah. good it seems like they have a good relationship with each other and yeah they work really well together. Doesn't yeah. seem like there's any hang ups or no about who's in charge or anything like that. Yeah, coming back to that thing that like I said earlier as well, you know, how she really thinks that everyone has to support each other, you know, when, when someone's down, mm -hmm. um, bring them up. Uh, she said one thing as well, like she said, somebody said once, the key part in a relationship is that you don't fall out of love at the same time. 
Mm. So it's kind of an interesting yeah. thing. Yeah. I got to think about that one. Very introspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, she, yeah, she said she wouldn't want to do this alone. Like mm -hmm. the music, the right. performing, you know, um, very much a group kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, yeah. And even more than just their band, it's like, yeah. you know, they're building family. a community. Yeah. Community. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think yeah. they do consider themselves as kind of a family yeah. in a lot of respects. Yeah. Literally. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'd love to talk about this band all day. That's yeah. most of what yeah. I got in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they knew they're, they're still coming up. Um, yeah. They're a very exciting group, though. They, they, they've got some good things that have happened to them. The, the grammy nomination mm -hmm. didn't think they went they didn't win though but right now, i don't think they nominated. did one thing i've got to say about tank as well was there was a time where she was backing doing backing vocals for nora jones oh really you know? oh i did see that yeah. i forgot to write that down yeah and uh she even was on jimmy fallon performing with uh nora jones backing vocals and she said this is another thing she put out into the universe when she was there performing with nora jones she said one day I'm going to come back with my band and I'm going to perform here. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon's going to love it. And it happened. And they did it. <laughs> there was their debut TV performances on Jimmy Fallon. Amazing. And I think they might have played that song that we just um, spun. That was Maybe the one. Nice things, yeah. And uh, yeah, they played it. And then and then he ran on stage and like gave her a big hug at the end of that sort of thing. Yeah, um, nice. And she was like... I said this. This is what I wanted to have. I'm, I'm living you know, my dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. I mean, she's yeah. ma manifesting. Stuff. Manifesting. Big on manifesting. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the way to do it. It's intention, right? As well, you know, like it's yeah, manifesting, having your intention in the right place. Yeah, deciding um, what you want. Yeah, and then going for it. Yeah. And like saying it out loud, like, here's what I want. I want to go yeah. on Jimmy Fallon with my band. Right. At a time when she didn't have a band. Right. That's a big thing to, yeah. that's, you know, aspirational. Yeah. You know, instead of like going around steamrolling to make things happen, mm -hmm. she kind of just put it out into the universe and then was. Yeah. Instead the, of being like boss, like, oh, I need to engineer this. Yeah, I need yeah. a manager. I yeah. need a band. Yeah. You do this. More just like the opposite approach. Like, yeah. here's what I want. Yeah allow it to come to me and i think that extends uh musically as well because um robert glasper i know we've mentioned him a couple of times uh -huh. and things he's a good artist we need to do an episode on him uh he collaborated with tank and the bangers and he said um that they were just very open mm -hmm. um and easy to work with like um they were just seeping the ideas and be very responsive sort of thing instead of being like I want to do this. this yeah. Is what, you know. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. open-minded and yeah. conscientious. Yeah. 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 Which, Empathetic. Yeah. yeah. Which is a good way to be, to just be open to, you know, what other people have to offer musically. Yeah. And you never know where you're going to yeah. surprises yeah. at every corner. Yeah. I say we wrap this one up, Jay. Yeah. Tank and the bangers. Very good. I had to get in my New Orleans fix here. Yeah. They were a big uh, presence in my trip down there. I'll always remember that. Hey, let yeah. us know if anybody else was at that show. Yeah. Down in Nola. Yeah.
Um, but, I mean, yeah, let's call it, man. Yeah. Tank of the Bangas, good stuff. Go check them out. Yeah. Um, but please write in and let us know any of the information we didn't get to say or correct us. Um, if you're at the show, let us know what you think of Tank of the Bangas. Um, you could email us at the email, Jay. Roots to Grooves at signalradio.com. S I G N L radio.com. You have been knocking, but I, I won't let you in. You read the sign before, you can't come in. You cannot browse my eyes, I'm not open. And furthermore, you need to show who is this stranger. Who is this mystery man? You ain't no neighbor. You ain't no friend. Roots to Grooves is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com. <laughs>